And welcome back to Mile High Magazine. I am Murphy Houston, and it's our weekly visit with Dr. John Douglas from Tri-County Health, formerly with the CDC, which you hear a lot about these days. And, John, how you doing? Murphy, I'm doing fine. Uh, it's a beautiful uh, uh, day, and uh, I've got good work to do, so no complaints. Well, that wow, that's great. Not that you're a complainer, but to hear you say you've got some good work to do, it's been kind of crazy the last few months to say that, hasn't it? Uh, it has been. It has been. And we're we're honestly in a good place in Colorado right now. Um, we, we, we don't want to assume that we're out of the woods. Uh, we see plenty of states around the country who were doing well and are now not doing so well. Uh, but we're being cautiously optimistic uh, in Colorado. Our, our numbers are down. Our hospitalization's down. The serious illnesses that result in people are dying are down. We're being gradually able to open up different pieces of the community and the economy and haven't seen a rebound. So we take it day by day, but we're we're uh, uh, grateful for the progress that's been made. Well, we are lucky, John. I'll tell you, Little League Baseball is finally opening up. I got schedules for my grandsons. They're taking it nice and easy, but they're playing games. The bars just opened up a few days ago. That's all positive, don't you think? I think it is positive. Um, I think the, uh, the the challenge is making sure that the positivity doesn't result in irrational exuberance, um, that we don't get carried away. Um, I think if we can uh, be careful as we enjoy Little League, the bars, the restaurants, uh, our stores, and being careful is, you know, it's the same stuff we talk about every week, Murph. It's hand washing, it's face covering, it's social distancing, it's staying home if you're sick. Uh, if we can do those things, I think uh, Colorado's got a chance to defy the odds and uh, you know, navigate this new normal in a way that will work for most of us. And why do you think we're so lucky? Because I did read, as you just mentioned, John, a couple of days ago, that over 20 states that are trying to do what we're doing, and they've seen some spikes in the COVID. What are they doing maybe that's wrong and we're doing it right? Well, you know, there was a national uh, publication that published a piece two days ago on what is Colorado, Colorado getting right about reopening. And the theme of it was really being methodical, thoughtful, looking at the data, taking it step by step, and building our capacity to do sort of public health response uh, measures, good testing, better contact tracing, uh, better promotion of face masking. I think that if, if we, we've been able to uh, navigate those waters. You know, I, I think that Colorado is a state that prides itself on uh, – individuality and independence, and to the extent that that individuality and independence can be channeled into independently choosing to do the right and safe thing, I think that will bear us in good stead. That's all good things. I think we can thank people, well, obviously the governor and the, you know maybe the mayor of Denver and, and you, Dr. John Douglas, and other health officials that have led the way with being cautious but yet being consistent on how we slowly move things along, and congratulations on that, John. Good job. Well, I, I appreciate that, Murph. It's, we're, it's, we're, it's a journey of a, a long time. Uh, uh, although, again, we, as I mentioned last week, we continue to hear uh, potentially promising news on the vaccine front. So it's it's not forever, uh, but we do want to be cautious during the uh, uh, fate, the fate gave us this time, and we want to step up and navigate it as best we can. 
Well, you mentioned the vaccine, and I know some of the news the last few days is about this vaccine that Oxford University in England has tested or a, a medicine that shows a lot of promise, already exists, been around a while, and is cheap. Does that sound right? Yeah, that was really astounding. I mean, it wasn't a total surprise. This is a medication called dexamethasone. It's a, it's a, uh, a medication in the class of steroids. People have heard a lot about steroids. Prednisone is another commonly used steroid. And this is used all the time for inflammatory conditions. It can have side effects if you use it for too long, but used in short bursts, which is what's happening in these COVID-related situations, it can suppress what in many people turns out to be a harmful over-response by the immune system. So what the team in Britain found was that on people that were really sick on ventilators or people that were getting sick and not doing well, they were oxygen requiring. Boris Johnson, you may remember, was actually in an ICU on uh, uh, oxygen. He's the British prime minister about two months ago. He didn't end up being on a ventilator, but he got pretty sick. Those are the classes of people that this this drug we've had around literally since I started went to medical school um, actually ends up not just making people better, it reduces fatality. Uh, if you're on a ventilator, you've got a 30% chance of uh, surviving, of improvement, uh, and, and likewise if you're oxygen requiring. And we, we suspected this might be effective, but these, uh, this British study has really confirmed that. We, we, look for, we haven't seen the peer-reviewed publication. Scientists always want to be sure that stuff's looked at tightly, but the preliminary data look really, really promising. So how soon do you think we might start seeing that for our use over here in the United States or anywhere? Uh, we're going to be using it. I mean, docs in the hospital now, I'm sure, have been using steroids. And now they can do, and, again, and uh, dexamethasone is probably the one they're using. And I think they're going to do so with greater confidence now. They'll, they'll do it carefully because, frankly, any uh, strong medication like dexamethasone can have side effects. But I think this trial uh, will allow docs, even today, in the right circumstances to start using it. And then when we actually see the um, the data come out in peer-reviewed form, I think I had even greater confidence to it. So I think it's a, a it's terrific to see a drug that we thought would make, frankly, Murph, this drug to take care of people with bad COVID-related pneumonia always made more sense than hydroxychloroquine, for example which is a medication now that we've we got excited about, but now that we've looked at it more closely, <laughs> this is really not doing any good. So um, I'm, I'm excited about the dexamethasone uh, study results. Good to hear that, Dr. John Douglas. And I wanted to ask you, too, it appears that some of these recent cases of COVID-19 is really affecting the younger audience we have, people in their 20s and 30s, as opposed to the seniors. Are the seniors just being smart and staying hunkered down? And, and the young people are not being that smart about social distancing and masks and hand washing. Murph, I think that's really right. I think that, you, you know, you don't get gray hair without getting some wisdom. <laughs> <along with it. laughs> and, and, and I think, you know, I think, frankly, that's part of the smart individual choice. I mean, I haven't yet, uh, I've got gray hair. I haven't yet been out to a restaurant. I've done a lot of takeout and home delivery, but I haven't yet gone in there myself. And I think that those of us who've got the chances of getting really sick are, are smart to be kind of careful and cautious. I'm enjoying the nice weather. I'm out on my porch, uh, uh, six feet away from my neighbors, having 
uh, uh, bite to eat and this kind of thing. But I think our seniors are being smart and our young, irrationally exuberant uh, uh, young folks can sometimes get a little carried away. We're having an outbreak in Boulder right now among CU college students who apparently had some graduation parties and I think actually went to some of the uh, protest events that were up there. We've been worried about that sort of close kind of contact and uh that's what we, we've certainly seen that little spike in Boulder recently. Well, I also, I think I just read that Eagle County with some of these younger adults is showing a bit of a spike. Is that true? Murph, I haven't seen that or heard that. I, I, I'm not denying what you're saying. I haven't actually looked at Eagle lately. I, uh, it's, it's not impossible because, you know, it's the summer and, and it's a great time to be outdoors. I, I would be surprised if it was as big as the one in Boulder, but, uh, Let's say that you may be ahead of me on this one. That would be a miracle in itself. You realize that, John. <laughs> now people are going to think I made it up because you're the official. I'm just a guy. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm human like the rest of us. I can only read so much. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, you read a lot. And, and let's back up a little bit about protesters. Have you seen any indication yet that there might be something going on? There were thousands of people in downtown Denver. Yeah, we we have not yet seen it, and I and I will tell you that the statewide numbers of reported cases have continued, even through yesterday. The most recent data we have to uh, uh, trend downwards. Um, our team is proactively asking uh, newly identified folks if they had any contact with the protest. We're not passing judgment on it one way or another. We're just trying to find out what happened. And at least so far, we haven't seen any evidence of that. Now, that doesn't mean we won't see it. I think the numbers did get larger as the protest went on, and it's possible that we will see something that hasn't yet, if you will, incubated long enough. But to me, one of the lessons of at least not seeing it so far is if you're doing your gathering in the great outdoors with the sun and the wind, uh, while we'd rather you be six feet apart, I think that outdoor circumstance provides a lot of protection, which you can keep in mind when you go to a little league game watching your grandson. That is true. In fact, uh, Dr. Fauci just talked about Major League Baseball coming back, and he's recommending they quit playing in September. Play now when it's hot, just like you said. The sun is out there, takes care of the COVID, and then it'll kind of cool down. It might come back in September, but then play the World Series later in October when it's colder out. Well, that sounds like quite an operation, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I, that's very interesting. I hadn't heard that observation by Dr. Fauci, but I, I guess I do want to emphasize that I don't want any of your listeners to be uh, reckless. But honestly, I do think the June, July, August time frame is a chance to uh, stretch the muscles, get rid of some of the cabin fever, and and just be smart and realize that when we do get shorter days and uh, uh, cooler weather, we may see see a resurgence of infection. So. Don't be foolish, but take this window now to try to enjoy life. That's really some good advice. And, of course, it's always the big three, as I say to everybody now. It's uh, social distancing, wear a mask, and, of course, wash your hands. But, really, when you go to these games now that are beginning to be played again, social distancing, is even though you're outside, is still pretty key, isn't it, John? I think it is. And, it, and honestly, we've got to be careful because when we see somebody we haven't seen for a while, your tendency is to give them a hug or at least give them a handshake or maybe even an elbow bump. Um, and it's tough to bump elbows six feet apart. So I think we've got to be aware that all those natural uh, human responses we've got to kind of contain 
uh, uh, even if we're uh, in a place where the risk is low. Oh, I agree with that. That seems awkward, too. It's just such so natural to shake a hand or give somebody a hug, and now when you don't, you feel like you're being rude. But you yeah. could be saving their lives. You don't know right yeah. now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, can you give us maybe a somewhat of an advanced outlook of what's going to happen with schools? What are you thinking down in the Tri-County area, or what are they saying about the state of Colorado? Or are they leaving it up to the school districts? Well, what's going to happen, I believe, is that we're going to see uh, guidance coming out from the Colorado Department of Education, who's working with the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment. Um, I, I, I met last night with a bunch of school superintendents around this very issue, um, and they are badly uh, desirous of being able to open as uh, fully as possible. They want to do so in a way that keeps their kids safe, the parents of the kids safe, because the kids go home at night. Um, and their teachers, and their teachers, of course, are adults of uh, ages that, uh, in some cases, may put them at greater risk. They've got a lot of challenges in front of them. We're actually working with them now on what could look like, if you will, safe alternatives to full six-foot distancing. Um, we've got some ideas. Uh, uh, I, I, I want to acknowledge that I have a hard job, but their job is oh. their job's ten times harder than mine. Because they're working with budget reductions. Uh, news this morning, Denver Public Schools has got a $60 million deficit. They yeah, with. yeah, that's so tough. It's, it's hugely challenging, but they, they get what I think our parents have gotten and I think is increasingly clear that our kids not being at school are not only being educationally impacted, but they're being health-wise impacted as well. And the kids not socializing, kids who are in families that may not have enough to eat. Uh, these are all circumstances where keeping the kids out of school can really be harmful in many, many ways. Well, like you always say, Dr. John Douglas, it's a day at a time. And thank you for joining us again today. Dr. John Douglas from uh, Tri-County Health, formerly with the CDC. Keep up your good work, my friend, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, Murph. Great to, great to touch base. Be well. Yeah. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Dr. John Douglas of Tri-County Health, formerly with the CDC. And thank you guys for listening to Mile High Magazine. Stay healthy, stay safe, and we'll see you next week.